Today's episode is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible is a seller and producer of spoken audio entertainment, information, and educational programming on the internet. Audible sells digital audiobooks, radio and TV programs, and audio versions of magazines and newspapers. To start using Audible today, please visit their website at www.audible.com. That's www.audible.com. So sorry for the interruption, but we have a quick announcement. We've just put together a quick app to consolidate past and upcoming episodes of this show. To download the app, simply use your cell phone camera to scan the QR code on the screen. Then, simply add the app to your home screen for easy access and a better experience. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they launched their businesses. Before we get started with today's guest, please follow Rami's Instagram account so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you'd like to watch previous episodes, simply click on Rami's IGTV section or scan the QR code at the beginning of this video to download the app. If you'd like to get more information and analytics about each guest, simply visit the podcast website at takingyoutothetop.cf. Now, let me spend a moment to introduce today's guest before Rami gets started. Today's guest is the founder and CEO of the International Entrepreneurs Association. Through a global network of highly qualified executive directors in each state and country, they teach and train new and existing entrepreneurs on a local level to develop their real potential, with free and low-cost fees, while giving back to charitable organizations worldwide. Join Rami in welcoming him to the show. If you have any questions for our guest today, please leave them in the comments section below. That being said, we hope you enjoy today's episode. Without further ado, are you ready to take it to the top? A few moments later. All right, David, welcome to episode 20 of Taking You to the Top. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, you're welcome. My pleasure. So if you could uh, get us started by introducing yourself, um, Take us back to the beginning, tell us where you're from, how you started your journey, and how that led you to starting um, your company. Well, great. Um, happy to do that, of course. Um, I go back a long way. I've got a few gray hairs, and so <laughs> I made a few notes because I don't remember everything. <laughs> but I do remember this. Uh, first of all, I was, I was born and educated in England, um, grew up in abject poverty, and uh, no running water, no heat, no electricity. Uh, I think that uh, later on in life held me in really good stead for perseverance and uh, tenacity. And uh, and they were smarter than me. And um, but I did. Finish. Sorry, Dave. You cut out for a second. All right. Um, I finished high school with a master's degree in peripheral vision. And then uh, I ran away from home. I jumped on a ship in Liverpool ended up in Montreal, made my way to Vancouver, where I joined the phone company's office boy. By the time I'm 19, I'm a district manager with eight offices and 86 employees, and I was basically a jerk. I didn't know people skills. All I did was get the job done and work my tail off and got the job done. Uh, 
met my wife there. That was 60 years ago. We just celebrated our 60th anniversary. Congratulations. And we, uh, we have two grown children. We have one who's a 100% disabled veteran who lives in Hawaii. That's part of the reason why we're here. And then we immigrated to the United States uh, legally. Uh, that was a difficult thing because it took us about two years. My wife's mother was uh, from the Ukraine, actually Russian. And we finally were able to make it to the United States where I uh, ended up in corporate life in the cosmetic industry for about 25 years. Uh, fast forward uh, from that, uh, I've now been involved in a number of businesses, owned restaurants, uh, created products, invented things, all kinds of very, very creative and uh, learned a lot in the process. And all the while I was always an entrepreneur and I always wanted to be free. And that's, that's basically my story. <laughs> sure. I mean, we could probably do a podcast episode on every one of those <laughs> milestones. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but um, today we're focusing um, on the International Entrepreneurial Association. Um, so could you tell us more about that and what your goal is with that company? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a startup. We, we are... Um, we're basically do. I've been playing with it for the last two or three years. Uh, ran a few ideas up up the pole. I had a test website. Uh, nothing seemed to be working, and then uh, I finally put it together. The website is up. Uh, you may have seen it already. And, I have. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, should I give it to the folks or, or no? You can do that later. I mean that that'll be included in everything. Don't worry. All right, that's fine. Um, but uh, as you know, I'm highly creative and I, I wanted a way to be able to teach people what I had learned without the pitfalls of going through all the machinations and maybe trying to learn something from a professor who had never done what he was taught, what, what he was teaching. Uh, in other words, grassroots, down and dirty, hands-on uh, entrepreneurship. Okay. And as a result of that, I put together the International Entrepreneurs Association um, it is a membership. It's new. We're just actually we just finished up the website totally just about a week ago. Um, it's a disruptive marketing model with um, the, the goal is to, we've already got some of it going on, is to have an executive director in each country responsible for the entire operation in that country a revenue sharing basis with a charitable component to give to a charity of their choice. We'll do a 5% matching charity. Uh, the, key, the, the key that was missing for me um, after looking at it was the uh, revenue, a larger revenue stream coming from the import export or export import area, uh, tying into that multi-trillion dollar uh, stream. And so uh, typically, as an example, now someone can call, uh, call us or get online with us, and then we can then distribute their product, which would create yet another stream for advertising if they wish, and be agents, uh, commissioned agents, direct sales reps, whatever, the, uh, whatever they want. Tied to the, uh, tied to the uh, revenue streams, uh, we've got a, a number of things. Of course, it's a, it's, it's a disruptive model. No one has ever done what I'm doing. And uh, we've struggled with uh, how to. <laughs> and we've been working through, uh, basically as a startup, 
it's essentially a, a self-funding model with revenue stream coming from the licensing fees and from advertising and of course um, from the commission well, you that come from go ahead you mentioned earlier that it was membership is that one of the streams or is that licensing that's not a membership there's on, on that score there's two two parts one is the license fee for the executive director in each country uh, assuming they're qualified they have to be qualified i'm not going to go with them unless they are and we've got several already uh, in place and several more coming. Uh, the other stream is the memberships that will develop. There's 700 million entrepreneurs in the world. Okay. And we only need a small portion of those to make this, this little rascal run and, and be profitable and teach and train at the same time. There's a lot of people that are really disadvantaged. They don't have, they don't have what I had available to me. And I frankly didn't know at that time really how to use uh, all of those uh, sources that are available and sure. so uh, it's been a, a struggle with that but I, I'm okay with it I mean I'm, I'm fine with it because I've learned and uh, now I'm supposed to be smart and able to translate that out and to make it successful <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly sorry. so which of which of the two uh, let's call them revenue models is your number one model is it the membership or the license fee uh, revenue wise which one would you say is? Uh, well, initially it's a licensing fees situation. The license fees range anywhere from 2,000 to 175,000 based on population density and um, anticipated uh, revenue from the export operation. Okay, got it. Um, so when, when did you actually launch the company? Uh, actually about two years ago, uh, was it just a beta test very quiet. I did it very quietly. I just wanted to sort of road test it, but there's a lot of interest. Okay. And I've had lots of inquiries and I've been developing those and following through on each one. Uh, got a pretty good LinkedIn presence and uh, that, that's a good source for me. Fantastic. And um, what's the current company team size? We have, uh, I've got uh, seven exec executive directors and uh, two key people. We have seven key slots that we're going to be filling um i'm filling in it's i'm like a whirling dervish here with so much going on I've, I've, i'm delegating out so that it'll get that'll get the job done uh, so we're looking we're looking for uh, five that's on the website we've got uh, five four well actually five left uh we've got our uh, we've got our uh, it person which was the start of course our hr person who will be handling uh, you know the 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 details and so on of the uh, activity that's going on and uh, she's already getting busy <laughs> fantastic and um, actually is the company bootstrapped or did you raise capital to get it all started a uh, bootstrapped and uh, as I said it, it's basically a self a self generating revenue from the revenue from the license fees uh, that will be sufficient to move it because it'll be self developing within each country uh with the, with the payoff now one thing i wanted to mention to you is that um uh one of the key components is that um i have acquired a pretty good knowledge in the nothing down real estate business which was one of my uh i've reinvented myself three times corporate life real estate and now entrepreneurship and in the real estate business i learned uh, we were on national television and learned to do the nothing down and at one point uh, before it collapsed in 2008, 
uh, we had about 70 odd properties and I learned how to do that with nothing down. And I'm applying the same, the same principle here uh, to the acquisition of the talent. This is not a, for, the, for the folks that might be interested in looking at it, uh, they can go on the site and see the qualifications uh, for those five key positions. And they're going to trade, it's a, it's a sweat equity trade. They will trade their, uh, their time and effort and skill sets in exchange for an equity interest in the corporation. Okay. So it'll be a share, just like Alibaba. Okay. In other words, I call my I call myself the Uber of the export business. <laughs> <laughs> I hope um, so. <laughs> usually, usually, what I like to ask when someone mentions that their company is bootstrapped, which, by the way, I love. Um, do you mind sharing with us how much of your own money? you put in to launch the company? Uh, about 20,000. Okay. Quite small, actually, so. I mean, relatively, yes. I mean, I've seen anything from 1,000 to 100,000 bootstrap. Yeah, well, one of my yeah, entrepreneurial vet, one of my entrepreneurial ventures was a, uh, a big, beautiful gourmet food operation. My wife's a fabulous cook. And we okay. thought we would be good at that, which we were okay with it, but we dropped about 186 grand on that one. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> so um, I'm not sure if it's too early. I mean, you said you launched two years ago, low key. Mm -hmm. So was there like an official launch after that? Um, well, I guess you could call it was a soft launch in the very beginning. And now I'm, my, I, I think I sent you a copy of my press release. I'm not sure, but uh, we, we just put that together. Um, that's gone out now. It's going to be going out. They're going to be feeding that out uh, quite a bit to the, to the media. Sure. So, I mean, are you able to tell us uh, what growth looks like from last year versus uh, August last year? Uh, too early to tell, really, to be meaningful, uh, but by the end of our five-year plan, of course, we've got that in place, but uh, by the end of next year, uh, we're looking for about 10,000 memberships, and um, I, I can't get a handle on the export yet because I, I don't, we haven't had that experience yet, but I know there's, you know, that's a, a given activity that's taking place, and with the right talent and time, we can certainly get our share of that which will be the added revenue stream. And that's a monster. Uh, the export industry, you know, segment of industry is huge. Okay. Um, so 10K memberships, how much is uh, a single entrepreneur pay? It's, a, it's $10 a month. It's $10 a month for, for an individual membership. Okay. Perfect. Trying to keep it, trying to keep it, uh, simple and low because you know a lot of countries don't have the economics to support a higher membership fee sure but still i mean ten dollars is uh it's a fairly good amount based on the the size of the market yes of course right and um the uh the executive director is going to share in that revenue so there's a revenue you know a residual income uh base there for the executive director exactly okay um this next uh, section is to help out those who are just getting started, entrepreneurs who maybe haven't even started their journey or are just getting started. So if you were to launch a company today, 
how would you get your first customers? Would you get them on an email list to get an idea of market size and then maybe, you know, launch later or do you just launch with an idea? And uh, what marketing that, channel good. would you use? Well, I would use the uh, several, several actually. Um, okay. I'd, certainly use, I'd certainly use the LinkedIn channel. I'd use social media as well. Uh, and given today's, uh, today's environment, everyone is looking, it seems. You know, they're all very unsettled uh, about their cash flow and income and so on, their jobs. And the big percentage of, of the applications that I'm now receiving are, uh, unfortunately, from people who all they know is a job, and that's okay. I mean, that's a, a job is a great place to start, but a lousy place to finish. And sure. um, you're following somebody else's dream. So uh, my source, uh, uh, plenty of sources, so there's, I, I, I can see it happening in front of me. It's just sorting out the people that have the dream. I think the entrepreneurs have a special DNA, frankly, um, right. yourself, yourself included, probably. And uh, I, 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 can't I can't clinically give you that uh, information, but I can share with you, you've either got it or you don't have it. And um, uh, maybe it develops, but I don't think the, the big boys, I don't think Zuckerberg uh, was ever playing with his ability to say, I'm going to do this. He knew, absolutely. So LinkedIn and social media would be your go-to. Uh, as much as they used to and uh, emails to me are if you look at texting I, I can guarantee uh, uh, that's another I, mean, I forgot that by the way the texting is another medium I would definitely use uh, because texting today is where faxes were 25 years ago in terms of response levels that's interesting I haven't heard that yet SMS marketing I guess yeah well I mean years ago if you got a fax you acted instantly today it's, uh, it's the text it was an email for the last 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it was. But that's, I, I've tested that. That's, uh, it's amazing what, what's going on. And would you suggest um, when, when you're trying to discover your market, do you usually, I mean, market research wise, do you try to build yourself a list first or do you just know that there's a market? Well, the entrepreneurs product? are self-identified. I've, I've done some advertising. I've done some advertising uh, to, to, to try to find those people. Mm -hmm. uh, they actually find themselves. Entrepreneurs are pretty creative people sure. and they know where to go. They, and, uh, there's a, a little thing called G-O-O-G-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, lots, lots of sources to find, find people that are interested. I, I believe that people are fundamentally, they want you know, personal success deep down, but they have to overcome the barriers that have been created over the years and years and years of negativity. And once, especially if you come from a background like I did, uh, which kind of uh, prevented a lot of positivity. And uh, that's, you know, that does some damage to your, to your self image, which can take years to overcome, especially if you have family members who are you know making snarky comments all the time about how dumb you are or, you're doing that again or you know taking a shot at you because they're own of their own weaknesses okay um so if you don't mind we'll wrap up with the famous five sure sure all right 
So number one, what's your favorite business book? Well, Think and Grow Rich. That book contains everything I've ever learned, plus. Uh, that's a great book. Great book. All right. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, <laughs> well, I've got several, actually. Um, I'm sure. We have, to, we have to try and narrow it down. Top one. Yeah. I, 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 well, I, I like Bezos. <laughs> One of my favorites. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Um, number three, what's your favorite online tool for growing your business? Uh, I would say LinkedIn and Google. All right. And um, number four, if you could give your 20 year old self a piece of advice, what would that be? Yeah, I wrote that one down because I wanted to uh, give a message here that might be helpful to some people. Okay. Um, sure. I think you have to decide what you want to do. There's a lot of young young people, and talking to the young people now. I mean, if you're 50 or over, we can have a private chat. But um, for, the, for the young people, they have been indoctrinated into into academia, and basically, uh, not to get philosophical here, but academia um, was developed to you know to get a, a highly educated pool pool of employees. Um, I would, my advice to a 20 year old would be to, to identify your own personal skill sets. So you know, you know, you, you feel empowered knowing that what you've got and your talents and skill sets, plus your interest level, you could be a great uh, ballroom dancer, but you may not have very good uh, rhythm. You know, it's, um, you could be physically good, but not have the skill set. So you want to make sure that it's a good fit. Here's the thing. If, if you are in alignment, if you're congruent and you're in alignment with your core values of your your own drive what makes you tick then you're going to be a happier person you'll be more productive and you you'll never you know there's an old adage that says if you or if you're happy with what you do you never work a day in your life and uh i subscribe to that so i, I think the young people need to take a good close look uh, i did some extensive work in that on that years ago i got caught up in the corporate life uh, which was fine. It was a fun ride and um, did that for 25 years running all over the Western Hemisphere. Um, but yeah, I would say be sure you understand your own personal skill sets and talents and that tied to your interest levels. If you have an inner drive that's telling you you want to be a writer, well then just learn what you need to do. Make sure that it is real because sometimes, you know, it, when you're a kid, you want to be a fireman or a, a policeman. <laughs> or in the army, whatever it is. And, uh, and that some of those are all directed by well-meaning people, but they don't have a clue about your internal skill set to that point, Real, really internal. So when you, as you develop, you wanna make sure that that's hopefully, hopefully in alignment with what they really are. Okay. I'm gonna have to try and summarize that one, but <laughs> I think I, I've got a handle on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, number five, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Five. I need more. <laughs> I'm a pretty proactive 82-year-old kick-butt senior. <laughs> Amazing. All right, David, thank you so much for joining me today. It was great to have you on the show. Um, hopefully in a year's time, we can catch up. We can see where the company has grown, what countries you've reached out to. That would be really interesting. 
there, there's, a lot, there's a lot on the website uh, in terms of what's available to an executive director. And right. we welcome all comers. We'll look at every, anybody and anybody that wants to express an interest. So Perfect. thank you very much. My pleasure to My talk pleasure. with you. And have, have a wonderful day. You take care. You bye too. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Today's episode is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible is a seller and producer of spoken audio entertainment, information, and educational programming on the internet. Audible sells digital audiobooks, radio and TV programs, and audio versions of magazines and newspapers. To start using Audible today, please visit their website at www.audible.com. That's www.audible.com.